There are many things that have to come together each week to make the wonderful game of football happen here on the Isle of Man. One of the pillars of the sport is the referees and match officials. They make sure the respective clubs can continue playing and that supporters get their dose of on-pitch entertainment. But recently, figures have been coming to light that suggest not all involved in football are necessarily appreciating the work of the match officials. In the UK, BBC Radio 5 Live carried out a survey of grassroots referees across England. More than 900 people responded, revealing some concerning findings. Of those who contributed, hundreds said they'd been subject to verbal and or physical abuse at some point as a referee. Furthermore, some stated abuse was affecting their mental health as well as physical well-being, with others going as far as to say they were unhappy with what the English FA is actually doing to tackle the problem. The Isle of Man is no exception to incidents of this nature, so how big an issue is it here? And, in light of recent efforts to try and get more match officials recruited here, what impact is it having on numbers? Well, I caught up with the Isle of Man's referee development officer, Paul Hodgkinson, to find out more. It is an issue we've found um, since we've come back from COVID, Rob, um, that the abuse and the reporting from our match officials on Ireland has increased, um, which is worrying. We've got strong support networks in place, so when the match officials do send reports and things like that, there's, there's full support offered, um, both from myself and other members of the FA Council, um, friends and colleagues, um, obviously understand what we go through as match officials. So I think it's important, as well as reporting, that we don't bottle our feelings up. We, we're, we're open and honest with everybody just to get that out there. And why are we seeing this increase, do you think? We touched about, obviously, coming back from the pandemic. I think the frustration, um, we were obviously on, on island, we were very, very fortunate. But I think some of the f- survey questions from across, I think they were locked down for maybe six months. On island, maybe two months maximum, I think it was from memory but again I think the football and the abuse sometimes mirrors society in general Um, I think as a society and I think on Ireland we're a bit more fortunate with that we're a close-knit community Um, so it's not as bad but even so I think we've still got that increase. Whether it's the FA whether it's uh, clubs whether it's supporters in your honest opinion right now do you think enough is being done to tackle this problem? No to be honest I think we, as referees, we can sometimes help ourselves with the communication side of things, be it talking with clubs, etc., players. However, having said that, any abuse towards match officials is uh, totally unacceptable. And I'd urge my colleagues to, to report anything like that to, to the FA. Um, as I said before, there is that support network out there. If you do report things, it will be followed up and it will be acted upon. In which case, following on from that, if you don't feel that maybe enough's being done at the moment um, and your position is effectively our leading referee for the Isle of Man, what would you think should be done to, to improve the situation? I think we've got the Sinbin, which as a group of match officials, I think we can use more. Um, I think some of the results from the survey is that since we've come back from covid uh, abuse has increased, but the use of the Simbin has decreased. Possibly using that more, touched on the communication side of things, if we can talk and try and explain what we're thinking and what we're doing on the pitch, maybe that'll ease some of the abuse and the dissent back towards us. So I think it is a two-way street and we can certainly help with that, but it also needs the buy-in from the players, the participants and uh, the coaches. Just talk us through for a moment then if um, if a match official feels that they have been subjected to some form of abuse, what is the procedure that then takes place if they have to if they want to report that? Um, it's important to take accurate notes, inform the club if if you feel safe enough to do that to say there will be a report going into the FA. Accurate notes saying what's happened, what's been said, 
where you were on the field of play is important because once your report's sent in, if the participant who whoever's apparently made the accusations and the comments chooses to appeal it, then those these are the sort of questions that will be asked. So accurate record making and reporting it to, to ourselves at the FA. With incidents of abuse, I'm sure no one takes any joy in having to file a report like that, but there's a, there could be quite a lot of tension, a lot of nerves around it, the prospect of maybe you know further confrontation as a result of it. So what have the FA is done to maybe alleviate concerns of those who want to report it and want to speak out but feel there might be repercussions? Certainly from, from our side of things, there won't be any match official who sends a report and um, will be fully backed 100%. Like I said, my job as RDO is to, to support the individuals throughout the process. So if they need support and advice on how to structure the reports, how to what just to talk through the incident and then the help of writing those reports and knowing that they will be supported. And for anyone who's committed abuse of verbal or physical towards a match official, what uh, penalties are in place, whether it's a a player, a member of coaching staff or a a supporter, for example? That depends on the discipline department. So obviously the referee will send in their reports stating what's happened, what's been said. And then the discipline department within the FA on Ireland will then obviously issue charges depending on the referee's report. It's then up to the individuals if they choose to accept the charge or whether they wish to appeal it if they appeal it and then obviously the discipline board would sit um, at a hearing and then according to the criteria set out by the FA across would then charge the individual usually it's it's a fine but obviously there's there's an escalating scale depending on obviously what what the uh, accusation is. Of course, here on the Isle of Man, football is uh, very much enjoyed here. Got a very popular system with uh, with the players and fans over many, many years. But when we hear of incidents of maybe uh, abuse toward match officials, just how much can it damage the reputation of uh, not just, uh, say, a club, for example, but for the FA and the entire structure here on the Isle of Man? Massively, I think, because on Ireland we're a small community, so word of mouth soon happens. Literally, as soon as the final whistle's blown, other grounds around the island, there's usually somebody who's got a text, got a phone call, something's happened at X, Y or Z ground. So it, it, it soon gets around. As you say, it's it's damaging to clubs sometimes, to individuals. But at the same time, as a body of match officials, we're not there to be abused. We're there to facilitate the game, hopefully 22 handshakes after the game. And that, that's, that's what we're after as a, a group of match officials, certainly. Who is the biggest onus on, would you say, um, around incidents of abuse? Is, is it the FA? Is it is it clubs? Is it supporters? I think everybody's got a joint responsibility in that. Um, I don't think you can point a thing, pinpoint anybody and go, it's it's there, uh, it's them, it's them. I think communication is key. The more we talk together, all the different participants, the referees, clubs, and come to a better understanding of what, what everybody's trying to do. I think sometimes we have issues when there's a breakdown in that communication chain um, and people try and fill the void and they get the frustrations then. Um, So I think the more we can talk as a whole, um, as a football body on the island, um, I think we can increase things, yeah. One of the measures that uh, is being looked at by the FA over in England to maybe combat the issue is the likes of... uh, Adults, grassroots referees uh, having body cameras as part of a trial in a couple of different counties. Is this something that could be considered on the Isle of Man? 
Potentially. At the moment, it's a pilot scheme being run um, in the UK. I think there's four counties with a number of referees within each county having a body camera <clears throat> till the end of the season. Um, the FA have then said they'll collate the data, use obviously the footage and things like that to see how the body cameras help. But it's certainly an interesting and exciting topic to keep abreast of and Hopefully, at the end of the season, we'll have a bit more insight into that. At the moment, there's no plans um, to bring that in on Ireland, but obviously, pending what happens across in the UK and what the FA say, it is a possibility, but not at the moment. On this subject, something that links in is uh, recruiting referees and getting more involved, and this is a subject we discussed uh, at a decent length uh, before the start of the season because the FA was doing a recruitment drive to try and get more officials involved. If we're in a situation where we're seeing increasing reports of abuse towards officials, how damaging could that be to the prospect of getting more people actually involved in officiating on the Isle of Man? It's uh, it's a big worry for us, both from an FA, but from a personal point of view as well. Nobody goes out there to make mistakes or perceive mistakes. We go out there to, to facilitate a game of football. The majority of the games pass without incident, but when there are those um, incidents of abuse then it can damage our recruitment drive, certainly. Sticking on the subject of recruitment then and going back to uh, that recruitment drive, just looking at uh, numbers in particular, um, since we spoke before the start of the season, we're a few months down the line now, so uh, where are we on the Isle of Man in getting more referees involved numbers-wise? We're still short, to be honest. We could always do with more officials. Ideally, we would like to have assistance on every Premier League game. At the moment, that's not achievable. Going forward, that's certainly a name of mine. We've recruited a number of referees since we last spoke with a few more in the pipeline, hopefully. So we are moving in the right direction, but obviously that's it's a slow process. Again, tying in, I suppose, maybe the subject of abuse towards officials. Um, do, do you feel the incentives are good enough for people <coughs> to get involved? You know, they may only get a small amount of money for officiating and some of them might wonder to themselves, well, if I'm only doing it for, for this much and I'm just receiving abuse every week, is it actually worth it? Do you think it, there are actually enough incentives there? I think the majority of match officials aren't in it for uh, the money and the payment. A lot of our match officials are in there for the love of the game. Some, when they finish playing, go down the coaching route. Others, I'd like to think, would try and stay involved from a refereeing point of view. We've got a number of ex-players now, obviously, officiating, which is massive for us because we, as match officials, obviously get accused of not understanding, not knowing the game. So when we do get former players coming and taking up the whistle, that helps us and benefits us massively. That's looking to the long term, I guess, in the immediate term. If we continue the trajectory that we're on in terms of referee numbers at the moment, uh, what effect could it have on the leagues? Are we going to see more matches getting called off? Are we going to have to see leagues change? What's the outlook at the moment? I'm not sure um, about league changes and things like that, but I do know from week to week, obviously weather dependent, sometimes we are very short, so we do rely on um, auxiliary referees who agree to obviously step in just to facilitate the game. As I alluded to, it is something that we're working on. Hopefully, um, in the next season or so, we will have a in- slight increase in numbers and we'll be able to cover every single game with a qualified referee. Looking forward on this matter, what are yourselves at the FA looking to do now to maybe try and get more people on board with all that we've spoken about in terms of abuse that may be received by some of these officials currently in place and if there are incentives there? What can be done now to try and improve those numbers? The support network, we've got a number of senior colleagues, myself included, who are available to contact to talk at 
any hour of the day, email, phone, it doesn't matter. But I think the most important thing is for us to be able to know that there is people out there to talk to, not bottling that, the feelings and what comes with it, because it can be a very lonely place out there. When you're going out there, you're on your own and you do receive the abuse. Sometimes it's not a nice place to be in, but I'd just like to reiterate the fact that there are there are network and um, support in place, so I'd urge people to take that up. Thank you for having the stamina to make it to the end of the Manx Radio Sportscast. You're clearly someone who has their eye on the ball at all times. Want to hear more about the latest sporting news across the Isle of Man and much more? Then might I recommend you take the plunge and subscribe to this series or a wide range of Manx Radio podcasts at your favourite podcast provider so that, in a flash, all of our finest moments take a winner's place on your smartphone. Thank you.